Welcome to the Love Your Face podcast. As sisters with a passion for possibility, we will be discussing mindful living through unspoken fashion. Join us in our conversation and discover how everything begins with a thought, even the way you dress. Hello, Therina. Hello, Marcy. How so are good you? to see your face today. <laughs> how are you today? I am good. Thank you. It's so cold. It's so cold. What is the temperature there, Marcy? Look, I know that that sounds silly coming from Las Vegas to somebody in the dead of winter, northern Utah. Um, let me just look at the, the temperature here on my phone. Well, the sun is shining. It's chilled no matter how cold it is. You need to have a hot chocolate, a nice yeah. tea or whatever, and a blanket. I have my tea here. I found a new uh, ginger tea. Ooh. Well, it's ginger for, um, you know, winter. Oh, I love ginger. I do too. It's one of my favorite things. Ginger makes everything better. 45 degrees. Yeah. You need a jacket. You need a sweater. Two yeah. sweaters. But I'm in the house. Inside. <laughs> I'm in the house. <laughs> Well, Serena, I thought it would be fun to chat about you today when we were the Unicorn Lens. We did have you on as a guest a couple times. So people, oh, it's 11-11 right now. Can we just- It's 11-11. Ooh, that means something, doesn't it? It's a magic number. Ooh. Okay. So we've had you on the show a couple times to talk about my fashion revolution. Yes. Oh, I think people are, some people might be familiar with what that is, but do you want to share that again? I love to share it. My fashion revolution is just, I want a lot, everyone to get on board to changing the culture of fashion because fashion forever has told us what's wrong with us and how to disguise yourself. And when you learn your fashion DNA, you don't disguise your big butt. You know what to do to make it look really awesome. <laughs> so it just, you learn about how, what, I don't know, whoever invented that Barbie is the perfect shape, you know? And you read all the magazine articles about how to disguise who you are. So this is just blowing that out of the water. That is not true. We don't need to worry about what's wrong with us. We need to worry about what's good about who we are and we're different and different for a reason and embrace that reason. Yes. So learning to love yourself. Mm -hmm. And you have a book that tells a little bit more about that. I do. My fashion revolution easy, easy to read book. It's kind of a coffee table book. After you read it, you'll kind of, it's pretty cover, pretty pictures. You'll just want to leave it on your coffee table and browse through it a lot. It's easily read in an hour and it relates to nature. If we were made from the dust of the earth, then we have DNA of the earth. When you have similar DNA, then you look alike. So we have DNA of the seasons and we have characteristics and personality 
colors, textures, shapes of this season that we our Fiat Fashion DNA is. So yes, I am trying to create a revolution of empowering fashion. Well, and you are doing that. We have a nice little tribe that's kind of followed along with that. And, you know, we have the, we'll share the link to that book on Amazon where you can get that. We'll share that in the show notes. And it's also on our Instagram. Um, It's so great. We have those things to stay in touch with people and share good stuff. And thank you to your friend for taking such great photos. Yes. Ciara Mon Photography. I think it's you and me photography. Is that her? Ciara Mon. She is magical. You know, if you want to check her out, that's amazing. So quick and easy to do. Yes. So shout out to her. Thank you. Um, Also, I wanted to bring up, I wanted to chat with you about unspoken fashion. What is that? Unspoken fashion. Unspoken fashion is what you wear every day, whether you think it or not. What you wear automatically introduces of who you are. It That's why people wear uniforms, so you can tell where they work and what they do. Yes. <laughs> so unspoken fashion, everyone wears it every day. And I have a course that helps you easily walks you through. I think it's it's not even two hours to get through the course, but you read the book, do the course, and you become a fashion expert on you. Oh, so it's, it's learning you. More it's learning, learning you. you. Yes. The first part of it deals with the outside, with your appearance, with who you are, your face, and then the last part of it moves inside, deals more with your thoughts about you, your where you got them from, and it helps you build your wardrobe according to your season. So you just come out knowing you really well. Well, I think what I have gained from what I've learned from you is giving myself permission to show up the way I want. And so then when I go shopping, I don't even have to think about it, really. I know what I like, and I just get it instead of thinking, well, you know, trying to fit in a box, you know, it's, yeah. I know, I I know more about me. It's easier for me to shop. I guess, you know. You no longer just buy it because it's on sale. I've always been a bargain hunter. If I see one for a good deal, then I'll buy it. But if it's not going to look good on me, it did no good. (laughs) Oh my goodness, Therina, you nailed it right there. That is true because I have bought stuff and it sits in my closet with the tags on even. I bought it because it was on sale and it sits there in the closet. But I do have, you know, my body, the shape of it. Um, You know what this is like because we have pretty much the same body shape and that we're the same height but we don't really want to wear children's clothes (laughs) (laughs) right right jeans are a thing they've always been a challenge for me in the past but I did find 
a brand of jeans that fit me without any alterations at all, you know, but I am a thrift store junkie. I really, really love to go find good finds, right? I do have a I like that for many reasons. Then you're not wearing the same clothes that someone else is wearing. That's a big reason I like that. I love to find a good deal too. So I've, I've, it's very rare that I'll pay more than $10 for a pair of pants, $10, $15 for a pair of pants. But this brand of pants, it fits me so well. I don't mind paying the price. Yep. What, yeah. Whatever it is, I'll pay. We'll get your money's worth out of them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, another thing that I feel like unspoken fashion can be compared to is like costumes. I love Halloween. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, it's just putting that costume on, putting on your witch makeup. You have to cackle at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> and yes. when you see people, you behave differently because of how you look. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You look at little kids. They love to dress up. Little boys put on those superhero and they <laughs> act different. Whatever you put on, your behavior changes. Yes, it's true. And a lot of times as people, we get a little bit lazy, put on a few pounds, and then you don't want to go shopping, so you don't buy new clothes. So you slouch and hide in the corner, and clothes just matter. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah. Well, Therina, why, why did this start? Like when and why did this start up for you? Okay. So I knew you were going to ask me this and I thought, when did fashion become important to me? Yes. This is funny. (laughs) (laughs) I was in fifth grade. Then we had a teacher another teacher from another class come in and teach us how to match our clothes. Now, this is not school curriculum, but honestly, true. I remember Sister Pearson's class and Mrs. Coyne came in and taught us how to match our clothes. This is fifth grade. Fifth grade, elementary school. And I remember being fascinated by that. And I looked down at myself and I had on some striped, kind of denim corduroy pants. I mean, anybody who was born in the 60s wore those striped pants. And they had some blue in it, but then I had on a sweater that was not even the same color of blue. And it had this V on it that had stripes across it. Yeah. It no way matched at all. (laughs) I had no concept of how to match clothes. And our mother was not into fashion. She had a lot of kids and we wore what was not dirty and what fit you. (laughs) So from that minute, I was addicted to fashion. I just noticed it everywhere. It became who I was. And, you know, I have a picture of when I turned 12 and I'll have to share this picture sometime because I'm holding my birthday cake and I have some pants on that my mother made for me. And they were like zoo animals, very animated, huge, giant cartoon. And they were yellow 
with a whole bunch of colors like the jungle. Okay. And then on top, I have a shirt my mother had made for me. And it was a baby doll shirt with a little zipper on it made out of little teeny gingham checked fabric. <laughs> I wish it were in color. It's black and white. So it doesn't look quite as terrible. But when I looked at that picture years later, I'm like, I'm the reason that my teacher brought that lady in to teach us how to match our clothes. <laughs> and as an adult, I've been called into school classes to teach about hygiene and to teach about a lot of different things because someone needs it. Well, I'm grateful that someone <laughs> noticed and taught me that. That's so interesting. Did you ever have an opportunity to chat with her like later on? But I did my teacher, Mr. Pearson. I saw him in the bank one day and I just said, thank you for doing that. He didn't remember. (laughs) That's that's fun. That's fun. Yes. But anyway, that's where my obsession came. And then I did not find myself. I did not feel pretty. And I always wanted to be a hairdresser because hairdressers were pretty. And I thought if I became a hairdresser, I could be pretty. And then as I became a hairdresser, I noticed that everybody has, they're just don't like how they look. And so my obsession with that people and people watching, and I learned color analysis in the 80s. And this has just progressed from there, that it's always been a big deal to me. I think that's so interesting. Like, when do we learn to not like the way we look? Because, Darina, you're my big sister, and I've always thought you were beautiful. Isn't that interesting? And I have always been the gawky, freckled, whatever, what we think of ourselves where we get those stories. And you know what? That's one of the things that my course, Unspoken Fashion, addresses is the stories that we tell ourselves. Yeah. It's a big deal to address. I'm excited for this Unspoken Fashion to be available for everyone so we can share a link for that. Yes. So, Serena, I have a couple questions for you about you. So, you know how I love how everything begins with the thought and taking time to dream and follow the song of your heart. That is the way I love to live my life. And I'm curious about everybody else and how they choose to do that. So what is a mood shifter for you? Music is. Music. Music is, and I feel like nature. You know, I have always needed to go outside and run. (laughs) When I had little kids, sometimes I had to go on a run. (laughs) Yeah. So nature, nature and music, I would say, is what changes the mood for me. You change your mood with music. How do you do that? Do you turn on the radio, turn on music really loud? Yes, that is always good. And you know that Neil Diamond is a game changer for me. You can't turn on Neil Diamond and not need to dance and sing with it. (laughs) What is your favorite Neil Diamond song? Oh, 
have a beautiful noise, sweet Caroline. <laughs> There's just, don't you think everyone can sing sweet Caroline? <laughs> yes. And you know, I love Neil Diamond because you love Neil Diamond. That's probably why, huh? <laughs> yes. Some right. people probably don't even know who he is. <laughs> oh, everybody knows. Who Everyone knows. knows. Yeah. Right? <laughs> okay. And your favorite way to stay connected with yourself, that inner self. I would say it's probably journaling. That's what I need to do is journal, get away from people and think a minute because I tend to get so busy. That's probably one of my, well, you know, it's one of the things that I'm working on is not just being too busy to feel too busy to recognize what's going on. So step back and journal and Mm -hmm. you know that I am a very connected to God person. God's big in my life and I do prayer journaling. I write my prayer and ask questions and I get answers back that I can write it down and wherever you get that, everyone can get that answer back. If you ask mm-hmm. it comes from inside of you, our interior guide. So, yes, I think that's powerful. The journaling. Yeah. Because there's that's like writing. Not only are you thinking it, you're writing it, you're seeing it. And that just encourages more to flow out of you. It totally it does. And by asking, getting curious, asking questions and writing down the answers to those questions, Mm -hmm. it's when I started doing that, it really surprised me that, you know, the answer to everything. Yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. We fall back on that all the time, right? I don't know. I don't know. If you want to believe you don't know, that's true, but you really do. Yes. All right. So Serena. What is one thing that you appreciate about this week? Oh, one thing I appreciate that this week, besides heat and a house, because <laughs> it's been cold here. Do you know, I appreciate the people in my life. Just people. I need people. I love people. And I am blessed to have nice people around me. I know I, like I said, I do hair and I have people sit in my chair and complain about people, but I'm like, I have nice people. (laughs) So people, that's what I'm grateful for this week is the people who help me and are part of my life. Ooh, that's good. I love people too. All right. So Therena, I know the answer to this one, but I'm going to ask you anyway, what is your superpower? Ah, my superpower is seeing the beauty in people. I really, really can. (laughs) Everyone is beautiful and has good in them. I love that having a stranger sit in my chair and you just talk to them. You see what is good in them. Serena, we both have such great jobs. We do. Connection. Do you know, Marcy, I think there are very few jobs that you're licensed to touch people and we both are licensed to touch people a lot of jobs you have to be careful to not touch anyone or they'll wow that's right people are licensed to touch that is true 
And you know, the other thing with doing hair, if you want um, anyone that you let run their fingers through your hair, you talk to them. So by doing someone's hair, they, they talk to you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> People talk to the bartender, but the bartender doesn't touch them. So they don't get the same story. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> funny it is it is a pleasure to chat with you and learn a little bit about you and we'll get to share this with everybody we'll share links in the notes and super oh, excited I'm about to share this it's so fun it is one of my it is my favorite part of fashion revolution unspoken fashion and people loving themselves Yes. Okay. Uh, My Fashion Revolution, the book you can find on Amazon and Unspoken Fashion. We will have a link for that as well. So you can learn more about who you are. Be your own fashion expert. Yes. Be your own fashion expert. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, Therina. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for taking time out of your day. So fun. Talk to you soon, Marcy. Have a good day, everyone. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye.